<laughs> I always have to start with that. I know. Welcome to Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, the show that is a blast from the not-so-recent past. I'm your co-host, Melanie, and I'm cosplaying the late 90s today with a shirt and a choker that I've had since my senior year of high school, which was 1997. Now, if I were to make it accurate and have it totally be the late 90s, I'd either be slugging back some tequila or some gold schlager. But I'm in my 40s, so I have a glass of Chardonnay. Yes, it's disgusting. Not the Chardonnay, the gold schlager. Yeah, it's awful. So, AJ, what are you doing for your 90s cosplay? Uh, well, you have to have a button-up shirt over a t-shirt of any kind. I just went with Power Rangers because that 90s, I don't know. And a train. Like, mm-hmm. That's it. I did dark lipstick. I didn't do the thing with the eyeliner where it looks like an asshole. I never did that. <laughs> but maybe I dabbled in dark lipstick. I need a backpack purse. I used to have one. That's when I need to complete my look. You need a Hello Kitty backpack. <laughs> hmm. So why are we dressed in 90s clothes? Urban Legends. Or legend? I legend. think it's Urban Legends. I don't know. We don't care. Urban Legends. So I wanted to hate watch this movie because we just watched Final Destination 2. So I was in the mood for bad horror movies. Just like laughably bad, really stupid. Mm. And this turned out to be kind of delightful. A really nice time capsule of the the late 90s. Anyway, Hmm. yeah, a nice time capsule from the late 90s, which is when I graduated high school and started college. So that was a good time to be a young person growing into an adult. I liked the 90s. How about you? I mean, I was a kid, so I liked the 90s, but I'm a 90s kid. Not like those fake-ass 98s, 97 kids. Fuck those kids. What, they're they're born in 97 and say they're 90s kids? Yeah. I was born in 79. I don't claim the 70s for anything. Mm. Yeah, I, I was born in 91, so I'm a real 90s kid. So, but I guess... I have fond memories of the 90s. It seems like it was always, like, summer in my memories or spring. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not all over the place like it is now. Fucking global warming. But, uh... Yeah, a lot of things were better in the 90s. But with that came, uh, murderers on campus. Yeah, not necessarily good horror movies. So that's what we're going to talk about is Urban Legend from 1998 starring Jared Leto, cult leader extreme, Joshua Jackson, Tara Reed, and Robert England. There are also other big characters, but I can't remember their names. And the Rebecca Noxzema Gay- Girl. The Noxzema Girl, Rebecca Gayhart, is in it as well. So we start out with a, a murder like we always do at the beginning of a movie. So we have this young woman driving her car, and it's kind of funny because she pushes in a tape, and the song Total Eclipse of the Heart comes on. And she's kind of halfway singing along to it. It's really <laughs> yeah, funny. she kept going. Uh, yeah, she didn't yeah. know the words. Yeah, like, and so this is where this is where it starts to uh, drop away from reality for me. She needs gas. She needs gas. She keeps passing through a town, and finally she pulls into this rickety old gas station. And the gas is a dollar and fourteen cents a gallon. And that was probably expensive. Probably, I, I like, mean, that I was, was the expensive. I was driving station. then, and I don't, I don't remember. I remember it when it went over two dollars. People were like, "Oh my god, it's over two dollars!" So, yeah, dollar fourteen, kids. At one point, gas didn't cost your college tuition. We sound tuition. like those old fucking 
He was like, Man, gas used to cost a nickel and you'd go down to the fucking cellar and get a malt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up, malt. Grandma. <laughs> you know, you talk, yeah, you to, talk your to your grandma. Okay, so you want to talk about the... Because we have to have the urban legend, so we have to have something so, scary at the beginning. So you, t- well, I need to drink my water. First, the, first this movie reminds me that horror movies from this time are kind of like really fucked up towards... Okay, quote unquote, ugly people. Less conventionally <laughs> attractive. Ugly people. So, so, um, uh, Dorf, Dorf, uh, what's his name? Brad Dorf? I don't know. I, whatever. The guy that plays Chucky, and he was very good in Exorcist 3. Um, Grima Wormtongue, whatever. He's the gas attendant back when people did that too actually pumped your gas and he just appears outside the window right when she's the girl's going through her shit for credit card or whatever it is and of course that's like the uh, that's the first jump scare oh ugly person <laughs> ew it's contagious <laughs> and he has a stutter so then he's even more like awkward and i won't say scary but it's you know, like he has, off-putting. He has a hard time communicating, and she's already jumpy, so she's not really ready to. And he's got a heart to, of gold. She's not ready to be patient. Yes, explain what he does. He's this man. He comes back and he in the pouring rain, by the way. Yeah, it just drenched and tries to tell this girl, uh, the, the the credit the credit card company they need to talk to you. They're they're on the phone, and she's like being weird about it. She's like, well, why? What did they say? He finally gets her inside, and then she freaks the fuck out because she is actually kind of smart. She checks the phone line, and there's nobody on the phone line. So, okay, credit to her. But her immediate reaction was, like, throw shit at him and run out. I mean, isn't that what... If somebody locked the door and they said, hey, there's a phone call for you, and you get there and there's no one on the line, something fishy is up. It's not so much the girl's fault is the fault of the movie <laughs> that they're writing it in like he's creepy because he's ugly and he can't talk right yeah so she runs out to the car and he finally finds his voice and in which was kind of weird he just he went from like today junior to just flat out screaming shit and what does he scream he's in the back seat there's someone in the back seat we've heard this urban legend of sometimes i hear it of a trucker is behind a woman and he keeps flashing his lights at her. And when she finally pulls over, the trucker gets out and, like, pulls around and says, call the police, there's somebody in the back. And so, apparently, there was a guy trying to, like, he was going to stab her. And the tr- whenever the trucker would flash his lights, he'd go back down and hide. So that's the way huh. I've heard it. That I, I don't know. Have you ever accidentally gotten in somebody else's car, though? Yes. <laughs> As a kid. Al- that's always freaky. Uh, anyway... <laughs> so then, then we cut to. So that's a, their, oh, she dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh just, yeah, she gets chopped with an axe, which is kind of funny. The way the axe goes like through the window like, instead. It's like he stabbed across her neck or something. So and... yeah, there's somebody in the back seat. She gets chopped to death. Cut to the main characters in a coffee shop, basically, and we've got with kind of the Michael Rosenbaum with hair. So if any of you know who Michael Rosenbaum is, Lex Luthor from Smallville. He looks fucking weird with hair. But I wouldn't know. I never. He's the main Smallville. asshole. Yeah, he's kind of the jockey guy. I could see Dane Cook maybe playing him. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and so we've got a nerdy guy who's Jared Leto, 
and two pretty girls. One is Natalie and one is Brenda. Um, Natalie is a redhead and Brenda is played by Rebecca Gayhart, the, the Noximan girl. So then a another ugly person jump scare. One of them kind of runs into this janitor and it's, it's an old gothic looking college at the University Pendleton, I think mm. it's called. And so we think, you know, you never really know, like, ooh, is there a killer? Isn't there? The college is trying to deny that there's a killer. So this girl who was killed was a college friend of Natalie, high the school. redhead. Or she was a high school friend, but she was in college, too. Yeah, she was at the college. college. So then, again, we cut. We we're establishing the main characters. Robert England, who was Freddy Krueger, is some kind of professor. We never really know yeah, with these they... movies. Um, ethics, psych, mythology. Um, maybe. Oh, you know this. This could have a nice little crossover with Candyman. It could. Cause <laughs> him and uh, what's her name could probably. Wait, what's her name's husband? I don't know who you're talking about. The main woman, Virginia from... Madsen. Yeah, her husband was the one I think that was teaching like the. Oh. The course with the urban lit. No, it was her. It was her. My bad. Because she was going around. She was doing research. Okay. Yeah. These are in the same universe now. We haven't Candyman. done that in a minute. And that's one I don't. I don't fuck with looking in the mirror and saying anything. I've never done the Bloody Mary thing. I'm not going to. It's creepy. What I have done. That maybe, one comes up, but that would yeah. That they don't really do anything with it. Okay. It does come up in Paranormal Activity three or one of them. Mm. And that's really scary. So, I've done. Why does a feather stiff as a board? I told AJ about this, so it's slumber parties in the eighties. You get around somebody with your friends and they lay down flat and you put your just just two fingers underneath them and you'd say, Light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board, and they'd levitate. And it's real right. and it works. It really works. Kids, try this with your friends and then play with a Ouija board. Just don't well, never mind. <laughs> and then say Candyman in front of the mirror five times. I was going to say, just just don't pick the, the fat kid, but most kids are fat oh, now. So. God. Okay. <laughs> don't don't you... pick... Yeah. Let's try this on Tess Holiday. See if that big bitch you can gonna, get Okay, well, oh, God. Okay, you're going to get us canceled. Okay, so Robert England is a professor, and he's talking about urban legends, and they're all kind of laughing. They're like, oh, this is bullshit. He's like, oh, young lady, you're laughing in my class. Why don't we, why don't you come up here and... Does he have a, actually have an English no, accent? No, I'm just making I was like, up. why are you giving him a I don't know. You come, so, young lady. <laughs> so he's pissed off that Brenda is talking in his class, so she comes up, and he gives her some pop rocks, which... Well, it's local like, oh, customs. So. Oh, you know the local customs. So, gives some pop rocks, and then he holds up a Pepsi, which is good product placement. And he's like, oh, why don't you take a drink? She's like, no way. I've heard that story where you drink, you eat the pop it rocks. blows up your intestines And you or drink something. it, and you explode. I have done that one. I, I did that one, I think. The soda one with yeah. pop rocks? Does it just feel weird? I mean, I was never a pop rocks fan. I think it was the only time I had pop rocks. Yeah. So... But I, I do like weird. this, I mean, this movie brings in, like, kind of the classic urban legends, but I like how, I like how it incorporates it. It, you you see yeah. them coming, you're waiting for them, but then you're like, oh, okay, I see, I see what you did there. So they build it up and build it up, and she's like, oh, nothing happened. So her friend comes up, Joshua Jackson. Now, is, is this one, I'm trying to decide who's the bigger asshole, the bigger obvious asshole that has to die, but maybe it's all of them. They're all assholes. Because Michael Rosenbaum is the one that, that acts like a dick and just tells these stories and laughs about them. But this kid is the one that, like, is really kind of rapey. 
Joshua like, Jackson? Yeah. yeah. So like, he, he was Pacey on Dawson's Creek. So he's like, ah, ha, ha, I'll do it. So he takes the Pop Rocks and the Pepsi, and he, he starts acting like he's choking. He really commits. He, he's oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and some people are like, oh, my God, call 911. And then finally he opens his eyes and starts laughing. So he's the prankster. He's the joker of the group. So let's see. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. Here's something that was really funny that I just had to throw in here. So Natalie has this goth girl roommate, and they don't like each other. And she's always on the computer and on that version of the internet. And um, I think Natalie wanted to use it, or she, she complained about her being on the computer all the time. She said, well, it's my phone line, too. You know, back when the internet was on a phone line. I'm going to throw in that, that bitch-ass sound. <laughs> Whoever yep. came up with that can go to hell. Yep. Whoever we, designed the internet we'll to that make noise that noise. Forever. Okay. So now some murders start what happening. They, More murders. No, think about it. What? What if they didn't design it to sound like that? That's literally just what happened whenever they con- they created this internet thing. Maybe. Like, what if they hooked it up and it was like, by the power of Satan, you will come to my home. <laughs> or, uh, Stairway to Heaven. One of those two things. Backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I've so, listened to that. It actually does sound kind of creepy if you listen to it backwards. Anything sounds creepy if you no, listen I mean, to like, it backwards. No, I mean, like, you can sort of hear some words in there. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. So, anyway, some murders start happening. So, Joshua Jackson takes Natalie out into the woods in his car, you know, just to talk, because they're friends. And he starts to get a little pushy and tries to kiss her and tries to put his like, hands on her. You're just, you're the type of girl that needs to be loved. Yeah, I was gross. Like, I can tell you're lonely. You just need, you just need someone to put some love in you. So yeah, then yeah. she punches him and he's like, I'm going to go take a piss. Good for her. She punches the shit out of him. Yeah. So he goes out to pee and he's gone for a while. And Natalie's starting to wonder. And I thought it was going to be the story where... There's the guy with a hook for the hand, and he leaves the hook in the car. They didn't do that one. They didn't do that one. But kind of a similar one where it ends up, this is where it's, there's lots of action and drama and scary stuff. So she realizes the killer kind of shows up, and we can't see their face. They're in pants and a parka. And then they've hung Joshua Jackson by a noose up on a tree, and they've tied the rope to the car, which she doesn't know. Uh, Natalie doesn't know. She can just hear some banging on top, and he's he barely has his feet. He's like, don't, don't stop. I want to call bullshit on this. Well, that he's still <laughs> that, the, that they could just go around, tie that shit, and no, not make any noise. Yeah. Like, I know this is, suspension of disbelief in most horror movies, but this is like, that's exceptional. Mm hmm. You have to be the Hulk to do that shit. Yeah, so she drives off and unknowingly hangs him because she's already kind of tried to tussle with the killer, so he dies. And, and then falls through his windshield. Falls through the windshield, that's right. So then she runs off and she goes to get the security guard, who, by the way, is the only person of color in this movie. Uh, they have one black woman and, and that's she it. she was, like, living to be somebody from a... Uh, what type of movies were she, was she watching? Oh, uh, Pam Greer, like, um, like the the black exploitation com or not comedies, uh, the like the spy dramas of yeah, the yeah, like she like was just Shaft and Pam Greer. And she's the only like cop that. in the whole town apparently, and the whole time she's just like hyping herself up watching these films, like that's gonna be me. 
it's going to be me. I'm going to have my but moment. But she was the voice of reason because the college is trying to deny that these murders are happening. Not so at first. Not at... What, what? At first she told that bitch she was crazy. Oh, she told Brent. Well, because... Because the car she, was gone. She takes her out to where the murder happened, and the car and Joshua Jackson's body are gone. So she's like, well, I can't, you know, there's no evidence. I can't do anything. She's not a good cop. And then the dean and everybody figures, oh, it's the weekend. He may have gone off partying, or he's in a drunk tank somewhere. He'll come back. So they don't really care about missing students very much. No, not at all. So that's the first main murder. And then Natalie starts... And then starts... immediately after. Yeah. Like, why don't you explain the next one? Friend. So... There was this weird scene earlier in the movie, other than the fact that her bitchy goth chick roommate was complaining about the internet. Um, the phone line. Uh, yeah. So, she, the first time we see her, um, Discount Donna from that 70s show, that's what this girl looks like, walks into her dorm, and this girl is um, entertaining a, a, a friend... A gentleman's very, suitor. Very <laughs> aggressively. And, they, of course, they, they gotta be weird, so I think he was, like, hitting her or some shit. So, so that sets up the next time she walks in, and she's just like, you know what? I'm not gonna turn the light off. And she can hear her roommate making all these aggressive noises, and she just assumes, like, ah, she's doing her thing again. I'll go and sleep with my headphones on. And then when she wakes up, she finds her body. Yes, the girl had been strangled, but when she turns on the lights, she her wrists had been slashed, and there's blood everywhere, and in, in written the wrong in blood, direction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we won't say which way, because we don't want to encourage that. But it says, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? So Natalie had checked out a book about urban legends, and this was one of the urban legends where the roommate's killed, and the, the killer was there the whole time. So she goes to the dean. Okay, I was wondering, because I didn't know about that one. I didn't I, know, I didn't know how either. it was an urban legend. I had seen it because she had a book about it. Okay. And that popped up. Okay, and now here, here are some things. So she goes and talks to the dean. Because she said, okay, this other murder happened with my friend. This murder happened with my roommate. There is a killer on campus. Something is going on. And the dean shakes a bottle of pills and says, oh, she, she was on lithium. lithium. Did you know she was manic depressive and natalie says well of course she was she painted half the room black um excuse me <laughs> i have manic depression and i'll point you to if you're watching the video this nice rose color in my office i painted that now my hallway is a nice terracotta color that i painted in one day in kind of a manic angry thing but <sighs> None of my walls are painted black. So you can't tell that a person has bipolar disorder just by their behavior. Or uh, if you're not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, shut the fuck up. Also, no one around this murder was taking it serious at all. No. Like, literally everyone that saw the body getting carted out was like, ha, stupid yeah, bitch. Stupid dead body. And then, like, okay, this is the second or third death within three days and everybody's just like <laughs> won't happen to me though like, yeah this dumb goth girl you killed herself idiots he he basically did the same thing you uh, told melanie about this there was a story that happened in it may have been oklahoma i'm gonna go on with oklahoma because it sounds like oklahoma there was a this is really fucked up there was a black man that was lynched um had his testicles cut off and and shot 
all in uh, the same oh, God. setting. And the sheriff of that town said that it was the most aggressive case of suicide he had ever seen. Oh, my God. And I... wrote that in the... <laughs> that was his report. I fucking hate white people. Oh, this my God. Is, this is that Dean. He's like, ah, she killed herself. Like, what about all the writing on the walls? And the and, strangulation and marks on her neck. And, and he's like, nope. Killed herself. She was crazy. I'm like, how the fuck did... Ugh. Did she choke herself while she was bleeding out? Yeah. <sighs> So anyway, assholes. so they're in denial, which is kind of the classic thing you have in horror movies where it just doesn't make sense. Why though? Because 25 oh, years ago, yeah. there was a murder supposedly in the abandoned Stanley hall, which is this building that they just kind of boarded up and never did anything with. So this professor, a psych professor, because of course went around, he knocked on the door and he slit the throat of every student. And then he finally slit his own throat and killed himself. So, and Jared Leto is kind of the little newspaper wannabe guy, and he discovered that Professor Wexler is the sole survivor. So we're kind of starting to wonder, aha, is Wexler the killer? Is Jared Leto the killer? Because he's trying to get that Pulitzer Prize story. We don't know. So, uh, Wex- At this point, I was sure it was the uh, Jared Leto yeah, character. Because he, I was so sure. He and Natalie sneak into Wexler's office and they see a parka, which is what Natalie saw the killer wearing, uh, and an axe. And then they get caught by the dean. So Although, they get they kind of gave that away. It was a different kind of axe than it, what they yeah, showed at the very a, beginning of the a movie. Yeah, it was a double-headed axe at the beginning with the murder. Yeah, the so I was like, okay, well, obviously it's not him. Because one, it's too obvious, and two... He's barely been in the movie. They yeah. barely used him. So we bring in a few more urban legends. Natalie finally tells, I think, Brenda, or, or one of them, that she's, she feels really sad, and she, she has a connection to this girl who was killed at the beginning. And we see a flashback. I think it was Brenda. It was Brenda. Yeah, yeah. and she said, well, when I was in high school, that my friend was driving, and we've heard the urban legend about how if somebody's driving with their car, let their lights off, you shouldn't flash your lights at them to alert them because it's a gang initiation. So if you if you flash your lights, they'll come turn around and try to kill you as their gang initiation. So they wanted to play a prank. So they had their lights off. And, you know, person driving, trying to be a good citizen is like, hey, you forgot to... I, I've done that one every once in a while. I forgot to turn my lights on. You know, it happens. It sounds like urban legends are created to tell you to be an asshole. I guess. Be an asshole. Don't help anybody. Fuck them. I, I guess. Be like Grumpy Bear. Yeah. Be <laughs> like by Grumpy Bear. I've got a Grumpy hair Bear on my desk. I have, would you grab the other one, please? I have not one, but two Grumpy Bears on my desk. Be like Grumpy Bear. Be like Grumpy Bear. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Don't, I mean, literally don't fuck everybody, but like, that's your attitude. So, <laughs> moving on. So they do this to this guy. He flashes his lights like, hey, turn your lights on. And so they, they swerve around, do a U-turn, and they start chasing him. And he's scared. And they cause a car wreck, and the guy dies. And Natalie was not driving, but she didn't tell her friend to stop. She was there. So she feels really guilty about it. And at this point, I was sure it was Jerry Leto, because I was like, ah, he's got to be like his little brother or something. He's got to be related yeah, to him. Yeah, or... so we figure maybe it's somebody who's avenging this guy's death. So then we have another urban legend where the dean is going to his car in a uh, parking garage. Someone reaches out from under his car, slashes his Achilles it's tendon. It's always a parking garage. Yeah, and his death <laughs> was pretty gruesome. So slashes it, and then... No, he... wait. Here's a problem I have with the movie. There are 
a couple people who I don't really understand why there was a murder. And it was the Dean and Big Shock, um, Wexler, uh, Robert England. I don't know why either one of them got killed. So we would know that they're not the killer. I guess so. There's no other reason. Yeah. Because she's not, they're not integral to what's-her-face, the redhead. Natalie? So. No. It just happens. So the Dean is just crawling in a straight line while the killer gets in the car and so he, you know, roll to the other side, dude. He just—he didn't even get in. He they, just, they just put, put it, it into in, neutral. Into, into neutral. So the car is ever so slowly inching forward, and he's just ever so slowly crawling. And then he finally it rolls over him, and it pushes him on. You know the spikes that come up. Yeah, that's to, the only way it could have killed him because it was going so slow from yeah, neutral it, that it would have just been like, oh, "Fuck, man, get off!" Hit me so, right in the tit. <laughs> oh okay, so then they're at a frat party. And because and it's the twenty fifth anniversary, and they're like, "Ooh, it's gonna be scary!" But everybody's dressed in costumes. Everybody's having fun. Natalie's crying. You know how you celebrate the death of a bunch of people. Yeah, you know how you do that. So she kisses Paul. Brenda gets mad because she had a crush on Paul, and this is Rebecca Gayhart, Noxima girl. She goes outside. This is one of my favorite parts too. She's crying while Zoot Suit Riot by the Cherry Pop and Daddies is playing. Isn't that a horrible name for a band? Yeah. I had their CD because I was really big into the swing dance revival that happened in like 98, 99. It was really fun. Okay. You had to be there. Good times. So they're doing that. Uh, the security guard goes to into Wexler's office, slips in blood. Now AJ already gave it away, so I'm like, well, something happened there. Yeah, and we don't know how that one happened, I don't think. No. It was just like, I think the the murderer got lazy. He's like, I just want this one dead. Yeah, I, I just want to kill this one. So, then another murder happens. The frat boy, uh, Lex Luthor guy, is on the, gets a phone call. And it's somebody kind of talking shit to him. And he's, and he's like, an oh, I know this story. It's when the babysitter gets the call and it's coming from inside the house, but the joke's on you, dickweed. I'm not babysitting any kids. And the, the guy on the phone says, no, it's the one where the old lady put her dog in the microwave. And we're like, what? And I said to AJ, at least it's not the one about like the woman on PCP who puts her baby in the oven. Uh-huh. So Poor dog. Goes, there was a cute little white dog and he goes to the microwave and it's filled with blood and goop. So they mean mm. this, this person like, microwaved a dog. Yeah, this, fuck this person. Fuck this movie. Like, Okay, I, like, that's the point where I don't understand anymore. <laughs> like, oh, you want to kill people because you're mad about someone dying. Okay, I, I, all right, I get, but a dog? Like, what the fuck? And it really doesn't make sense. The dog was too big for that microwave. But... No, you really couldn't. <laughs> st- you have to, like, break its legs or something to stick it in there. And but then, it's, it's a horror movie, so a dog always has to, the dog either lives or dies. It, it, the Babadook. There's no reason for that dog to die. The kid should have died. Fuck that kid. I hate that kid. Anyway, okay. And then, I guess the killer had already used up their interesting kill on the dog. And then they're just like, I'm gonna feed Michael Rosenbaum bleach. Yeah, like, so they they, tie, they knocked him out and they tied his hands. And I thought, oh, they're gonna like drown him in the toilet because they got him in the bathroom. And they stick a hose and a funnel on his mouth and pour like Drano and stuff and just poison and him. That, like, is that a... Necessary? Is that a urban legend? I, I've I don't never heard think of urban so. legends of people who eat Tide Pods. Sure. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> and also another character I, we didn't really mention before, Tara Reed, 
is she's just there because she was kind of the it girl for two minutes in the late 90s. Which I still don't get why they didn't just give her a bigger part. No, but she she runs a, a radio, radio talk station show about about a, sex as a well I, college I, I, kid. I think it's a col- colleges have radio stations where so. they get to talk about that. Well, like her whole shtick is like we're gonna talk about fucking, and that's basically. it, and make jokes about it. So yeah. she's doing her show, and we see in the background. I guess her producer is in the other room. Somebody shows up, slits his throat, turns off the light. And starts this long chase with Tara Reed. She's got her microphone on. And people at the party can hear her screaming. And all of them think, oh, it's just a prank. It's, she's reliving the murders that happened 25 years ago. Which is weird, because she's never done anything suggesting that before. No. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, that Orgy Wells guy. <laughs> Orgy Wells. <laughs> That's his new name. <laughs> Sorry, Orson Welles, although he might appreciate that. I don't know. Orgy Wells, yeah. You know how he, he did? He uh, killed a bunch of people by scaring them on the radio somehow. Yeah, although I do like that Orson Welles trolled a bunch of people with World of Worlds. Yeah. Also, that didn't really happen. That's actually probably an urban legend. That didn't happen? Yeah, that's also oh, an urban Oh, man, legend. I thought that was so baller that he did that. Uh, no, like, he did the show, but there wasn't, like, a, a mass suicide freak I didn't out. think there was a suicide. I thought people were just panicking. No, there was, like, I always heard there were people jumping out of buildings and shit. There was mass suicide. Oh. And then I grew up and found out it wasn't real. Okay. I'm very disappointed. I was so... Uh, so disappointed <laughs> those suicides didn't happen. Yeah. All those nameless dead people. Oh, okay. No, we really, we don't want that to happen. I don't, Just a don't, disclaimer. Don't kill humans. Don't kill anybody. So, <laughs> good old Orgy Wells. So, long chase scene, and Natalie sees that the killer is chopping up Tara Reed with an axe. So, she's dead. So, all the friends are getting picked off. She had a pretty good run, though. She had a good, I mean, she was... And again, I don't think there was an urban legend attached to that one. Not really. It was just like, I'm breaking in. Yeah, <laughs> so she grabs Brenda and says, hey, our friend's dead. we got to get out of here. And so they meet up with Paul, who's Jared Leto, and they get in his car. He drives to a gas station to call the police for help because nobody has cell phones. And so then they notice a smell, and Robert England's dead body is in the backseat. So... Natalie and Brenda start running, and Natalie gets ahead, and Brenda trips and falls, or something happens, and she, uh, Natalie runs into an abandoned building, and she hears screaming. Oh, but wait. But wait, what? There was one more. There. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. One character we part. haven't talked about at all. That's our fault. Um, so we already talked about at the beginning. They had uh whatever dwarf I can't remember his name, the Chucky guy. As, like, the kind of the freak out. Also, they, uh, the cops picked him up. And they're like, oh, shut and close case. Even though he was a mile back down the this road. This never got resolved. We never heard that they this never innocent man, to this innocent man was let out of prison. So. No, nope, and they probably left him there just because he's ugly. He's still there to this day. So, there's a janitor that has popped up a couple of times. And they used him. Like, the not just the characters in the in the movie, but, like... The camera shot set him up as another jump scare, like, ugh, ugly guy. <laughs> and he comes back in the into the movie when Natalie is running away, and she flags down a car, and he's the one driving the car. So she gets in his car, and they're driving along, and then she, she starts to look down, and she notices there's a parka there, at, mm. which looks like the other one. 
and she starts to like okay you can let me out here let me out here and it won't open from the inside he's like you calm down he's trying to he's like just stop it you're gonna jump out and hurt yourself stop this shit and that's supposed to be like the oh it might be oh, a, the headlights yeah yeah and then then he flashes his headlights at somebody driving the opposite way and that's when they get run off the road like the uh the original gang thing. Yeah, yeah. There was somebody driving with their headlights off. He's trying to be a good citizen. He might die. Lights. Yeah, there's a car crash. We don't know what happens to this poor guy. He's probably dead. I guess it doesn't matter because he's not a pretty young college student. So Natalie runs. Now Natalie runs into the abandoned Stanley Hall, which is where all the murders happened, all the original murders 25 years ago. And she hears screaming, and so she sees on the beds the bodies, which are preserved wonderfully. The bodies of the True. dean, uh, Lex Luthor, whatever his name is, Michael Rosenbaum, and Joshua Jackson, and they don't—they look fresh as daisies. They're—they're they're a little gray, but they don't look like they've been Especially dead for. Especially Joshua time. Jackson being strangled. Like, yeah, you think he'd look be a blue? Little, yeah, look a little different. And so then she sees Brenda on the bench. She's like, "Oh no, Brenda, are you okay?" Brenda sits up, punches the shit out of her, knocks like, her out. So now. Why don't you talk about Noxzema girl? Oh, God. While I drink my wine. She's actually... This, okay. She the doesn't, reveal. She doesn't deserve to be the Noxzema girl. This bitch was... Woo, she went way out, 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 out on a ledge to be this crazy. She would be a great Harley Quinn. Well, she's too late. But she turns... It, she's the revealed killer the whole time. So you can understand why I'm calling bullshit on her, like hanging a dude up in a tree all by herself and carrying these bodies back to wherever she brings them. Yeah, she's a little skinny thing. And they're a bunch of shit. Just doesn't make sense. So at this point, I was still thinking, oh, she's got an accomplice. But we'll get to that. She is so fucking good at being crazy. Yeah. And like... Wide-eyed. Ah, yeah, you got it all figured out, don't she, you? She's kind of country, which I like. All of a sudden, people get southern accents. Like, Jared Leto's comes out, which he's from Louisiana. I looked like, him up. I don't know. Look where... here, pretty thing. Look here, Miss Thang. Like, why? <laughs> that literally hurt my eyeballs. Um, so, not a sister, not a brother, obviously, but a girlfriend. She was the girlfriend of the guy that was in the original, like, run-off-the-road gang thing, and he exploded, and she was mad about it. So. The car where Natalie and her <laughs> friend were. They they accidentally ran her boyfriend off the road, and Brenda was supposed to marry him, and she's like, therapy didn't work! Ah! Which, so. yeah, she very specifically calls that out. She's like, I'm totally insane. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm fully aware that I'm crazy. I tried it all. It didn't work. So I'm going with this. Which makes me wonder why she killed the other girl first. Because I think the other girl was the one driving. Yeah. She... So she killed the one driving just outright. And she decided the girl that was just sitting there and joking with her, she was the one she was going to like, I'm going to kill all your friends around you until and I get to you. And her. And then she was going to cut her... Liver out? No, it or was. Kidney? It's the urban legend. You get taken home by somebody and you wake up in a bathtub and your kidney's been removed for the black market. I don't market. think it's an urban legend if you just 
wake them up and go like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to cut something out now. Yeah, so she has a scalpel. She has her tied up and stuff, and so she starts stabbing her in the abdomen with a scalpel. And the security guard shows up, Reese, and she's like, oh, no, you're not going to do this. And so she shoots at her, but <sighs> Reese... Or Reese drops the gun, or there's a tussle. Yeah. And Brenda gets the gun and shoots, or she slices it. Reese gets injured, so she's bleeding pretty badly. And so. This is when Jared Leto runs he in. He shows up and he does. <laughs> slow clap. And so I think, aha, he's the other. He's yeah, the I thought this was going to be like, okay, we've been working together this whole time. Yeah, because what Brenda said was, okay, I'm going to kill you. And then Jared Leto's going to get his big story, and then we're going to be together. Because she still has a crush on this dope. Like, which I don't... I don't want to... Um, I don't want to discourage future murderers out there from their what their goal is. Follow your dreams. But, like, pick a lane. Um, you're very committed to... Getting your revenge. Do that. Don't worry about relationships. It's not It's not important at this point it's in not, your life. It's like an AA. You, like, you shouldn't be dating while you're in recovery. Yeah, this just... is not the point in your life where you worry about relationships. Yeah. Right now, you worry about getting those murders in you. And I guess passing psychology class. I, I don't... I guess so, but he is not one of the killers. He's just like, ah, oh, I really gotta get that story. But he also realizes how fucked up it is. And then she's like... That was good, but fuck you. I'm going to kill you too. Yeah, so the cop is still alive, or the security guard, and she shoots Natalie in the leg. Or not Natalie, sorry. She shoots Brenda in the leg. <laughs> this bitch shoots the wrong girl. Yeah, oh, wrong girl. No, she shoots Rebecca Gay Hart, Noxima girl, the killer, in the leg, knocks her down. Somehow Natalie gets the gun, shoots Brenda, who falls out the window, and this is where she turns into Rasputin. Oh. I was going to say Jason, but yeah. Yeah, Either I'll way. say Rasputin, who was poisoned, stabbed, shot, and drowned. And maybe other things, too. She's even stronger than Rasputin. Yeah, so Jared so. Leto and Natalie drive off in the car, and then Brenda pops up in the back with an axe. Although, wait, wait, wait. Before that happens, they tried to fake us out, which I was, I was like, okay, so here's like... Oh, by the way, they way too quickly had this really dumb, like, sappy, full house music. Like, everything's gonna be fine. While the the cop has a, a gunshot like a wound dash in, her, across her, in, her, in her stomach. And she's just like, well, y'all hurry and get me some something, anything, little fuckers. <laughs> so, Jared Leto, while they're driving away, he's like, but... Okay, if this is all an urban legend, where's the twist? And so I was like, okay, so he's gonna reveal like oh, yeah, I am the other killer. Natalie's dumbass like says, you know, this'll be an urban legend too, and we're just like, oh, several people have died. Yeah, can well, you, can you hold on for a second? We can talk about that in a minute too. God. Um, so that's when they that's when the the twist is itself sort of. Like, they they call out the twist, but then the twist is just that the bitch is in the back seat, and she's not dead. Well, but then there's another twist, so they kind of... The other twist is that bitch flies out a window. They kind of crash the car. She flies out the window off a bridge into the water, so... Okay. Phew! 
She's gone. I thought, and right when they showed that she hits the water, I was like, they should run back, get the axe, and like throw it at her in the water. No, give her Obviously, they don't. No, so cut to another coffee shop. Another young college, well, young college students. It's a 40-year-old group. They're all in their 40s. They look like they're in their 40s. It's It's the cast of Friends if they got like scooby-fied yes like there's there's definitely a velma and there's definitely um uh what fred Fred? there's definitely those two yeah so they're kind of telling the version of what happened at pendleton or pendleton whatever it was at the college and it's not quite right and then somebody leans in and says, let me tell you how it really happened. And it's Brenda! They did. Have, with straight hair. She straightened her hair. It was curly before. They did have one really good line where, um, that right before that, they're making fun of this dude for, like, explaining the story. And like, oh, yeah, and I bet it was the Noxema girl. And yes. Like, <laughs> so good, good for them for that. So, but. yeah, this was... This was pleasant. For me, it was kind of a time capsule for when I was in college. So that was nice. They didn't have too many 90s music, but the the, the uh, Cherry Pop and Daddies cracked me up. So They had a few. But, there was the, the stuff that the gothic girl was listening to that yeah. was, like, singing to and shit. Like, yeah. I think there was some Sum 41 in there. The 90s that. were a good time to be around. So, no. and it really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It, no, was, it was It was predictable, but it was fun and it was enjoyable. Yeah, and nobody was doing, like, a terrible job. No, no, everybody showed up for work. Everybody showed up for work. Nobody acted poorly And Tara Reid wasn't in it long enough to screw up. Yeah. So. Everybody wins. Okay, now here, we can talk about this problem that is just in horror movies. No matter what the group is, either it's people that have known each other forever, or it's people that love each other or hate each other, or they just met... The two things that happen in a horror movie after a murder or at the end of the horror movie is someone's either making, like, some pretty fucked up jokes and everybody's laughing about it, or someone is talking about, like, a relationship thing or something and all their friends just died. Like, could, could, just stop doing that. Just stop doing that where... (laughs) At the end of the movie, all your friends are dead. Like, <laughs> one day we're going to be an urban legend. And <laughs> they have that fucking freeze frame. Um, yeah. Stop doing that. It's so... I, I hate everyone in the movie once that happens. Now, sometimes a little gallows humor maybe is... But, it helps you get through trying times. But they, like, legitimately will laugh sometimes yeah, in but these they, movies. Yeah, but Natalie and Paul, Jared Leto, were driving away from a murder, like, at that moment. And they were like, this is going to become an urban legend. And they were sort of like, D- do you like me? Who gives a shit if he likes you? I know. You're one of your friends. You just watched her murdered. Like, literally a few minutes before. And she's just like, but does he like me? I know. And is she going to be mad that, like, Brenda and her were talking about, it's okay if you like him, I don't care. Yeah, they were both, I mean. Didn't Tara Reid just get her head chopped off? Yeah, okay, do we not care? So, anyway, I've got some recommendations. My favorite late 90s movie, Cruel Intentions, with Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe and Selma Blair. That is delightful. And Sarah Michelle Gellar is a delightful villain. Um, Candyman, the original one with Mm. Tony Todd and also the remake 
front by Jordan Peele. It so is good. incredibly moving. It's very good. It's not by Jordan Peele. But it was a produced... It's produced by Jordan Peele. Sorry I don't have the director's yeah. name on, on top of my head. Because they, de- they deserve credit. Did he take part in the writing? I think he wrote it with her. Okay. Yeah. So it's excellent remake. Anyway. Or excellent re... It wasn't a remake. It was kind of a... a it con- was... A, continuation of the story. It, uh, reboot quill, as it were. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, okay. I've Skip got... two and three. Don't watch those. Nah. They are terrible. But... One and and the rebooty yes. sequel thing. Candyman. And so I've got two more. Jawbreaker with Rebecca Gayhart mm. and uh, Rose McGowan and all the 90s-ness of it. I, I love that movie. It. And then also just time travel back to the late 90s and just stay there in a time loop. Just listen to some... I want to say somebody other than Nirvana. Yeah, I'm not, Soundgarden. Wasn't, I, don't I know. wasn't really a yeah. I like Soundgarden. I wasn't really a Nirvana fan. Um, so yeah, those are mine. I can't watch Jawbreaker. The opening death, it fucks with me whenever somebody dies from an accident or something. It's like the uh, uh, One Punch Man when that giant dude has a like a scientist brother and he accidentally like oh he squishes him. Uh, uh, I did it! I did it! I killed the Teen Dream. Oh, it fucks with my head. Anyway, okay, so I got two. One, I'll start with this one. Exorcist 3. It's actually really good if you just accept the setup. And like I said, uh, Dorf, whatever that dude's name is. And George C. Scott acts his guts out. Yeah, everybody's really good. Everybody really tries. Um, If you watched Exorcist 2 and you're calling bullshit on me, I get it. Exorcist 2 was apparently terrible, um, but I'm not talking about that one. Exorcist 3 is a totally new sort of sort of story, um, although the priest comes back into it, whose name I can't remember. Anyway, so that's one. It's awesome. And also Maniac. Oh, God. Talk, talk about that one just a little bit. Elijah Wood, you outdid yourself. <laughs> it's a, it's a murder movie. Um, it's entirely from the point of view of the murderer, like POV, and it's it's weird. And if you buy it, which you can probably buy it at a, a secondhand movie shop, you'll never get rid of it. It's like a ring tape curse or something. They yeah, won't, they won't take it back. I finally got rid of it because I I let Ivan borrow it. Ooh, and, okay. And Ivan, Ivan's no longer yeah. at my company. So. Okay, so we don't we don't have Maniac anymore. But it's, right. got, it, it's got some interesting kills and other moments to it. And Elijah Wood is just yeah, interesting to watch him. And it's one of those where you're really rooting for the good guys. And, oh, it's rough when things don't go as they should. So, yeah, all right. So a couple of ways to join our cult and be my victim if you say my name in the mirror five times we are on discord anchor youtube itunes spotify twitch that made me confused because i said the video and the audio interspersed but you can find us on video and audio also on uh instagram movie pain or pleasure podcast so we can become your next urban legend yeah something like that something like that (laughs) 